0: been able to hear from people about some of their stories and what's been happening in their lives. Um, and so tonight we have Kylie O'Donnell is going to come and share a little bit of her story um, and a little bit of what God's done in her life. And I've got a seat for her because she requested one. She doesn't want to stand up so everyone can see her. So I'm going to hand over to Kylie now when she's ready. Awesome. Thanks, Timmy. Um, for those who don't know me, my name is Kylie O'Donnell. Would you guys prefer if I stand up? Okay. all right. Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Um, yes, for those who don't know me, my name is Kylie O'Donnell and I have the absolute privilege to share with you the grace that God has shown me in my life. And we sang about it before and um, Sam said it so beautifully. It is amazing grace. We cannot describe it and we can't fully understand um, or truly explain the way that God works in our life. But I'm hoping tonight that as I share, that you might just get a small glimpse of the awesomeness of God and just the way in which he so clearly and evidently works in the lives of those who trust and believe in him. So I'm going to start with a passage that is very close to my heart and always has been, and it's from the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And it says these words, and I'm going to go to verse 14 actually says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Uh, These words from Jeremiah, um have always been a constant reminder to me of God's goodness and grace in my life, reminding me constantly for my need for Jesus, the one who knows me, who's given me a purpose for life and a purpose to love him and serve him. Um, And he gives me hope for my future, a hope that is not based on temporary things but on eternal um, from, the, from birth through to the age of 23, and I'm going to skip a little bit because there's so much in which God has been working in my life, and if you do want to know more, come and chat with me because I'd love to share it, but, um, from birth through to 23 years of age, um, my life was filled with doctors, hospital visits, surgeries, um, and multiple medical conditions, um. But through it all, I knew God's grace and I knew God's love for me and I knew that he was a God who held my future in his hands. I was never worried. I had this simple childlike faith that despite what I could not change, that God was in control and I trusted in that and I found strength and peace in that as well. Um one of, the most, one of the most vivid moments for me was when I was in grade 6. I was 14 years of age and I had jaw surgery. Now this jaw surgery was incredibly painful. Um, and this jaw surgery was going to do an incredible work and God was going to actually answer a prayer that was a prayer on my family's heart for a very long time. Without this surgery, I would have had to have a machine each night to help me to breathe. And so even though I wasn't fully aware of what was before me, I continued to trust in this God that I knew to be faithful. This surgery was the time that God used to make himself known to me in a very real way. I experienced extreme pain. Um, This pain was needed to be inflicted by my mum, who did all she could throughout my whole life uh, to try and eliminate as much pain as possible um, and discomfort as well. Every day these screws would be turned in my mouth um, and it would push the jawbone further apart um, in order to give me a jaw. Um, I had to be held down for this to happen um, because any slight movement would actually cause more discomfort and pain. Um, God was incredibly gracious and gave me all that I needed to endure this pain and I knew that I had to put my trust and reliance on him to get through um, these morning and night routines. It came a point when uh, the pain was so much that I couldn't bear it anymore. Um, I cried out to God. I was in need of his help and his strength to complete the process. Um, I love how God so clearly answers prayer. Even though the pain did not stop, and I had to keep going. God gave me these words from Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven to comfort me. He also gave me the words from Joshua um, one verse nine Be strong and courageous. Do not fear, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And also Isaiah forty one ten, which says, Do not fear, do not be dismayed. For I am the Lord your God. I will be, um, I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I had peace despite the pain and the process that continued. And God heard my cry. And a few days later, the process was finished. The pain reaped its results. Um, this was a time when my faith and understanding of God began to grow and began to become really real for me. I understood and acknowledged my need for Jesus. Jesus sent his son to the cross to be inflicted with the worst of pain and he took my sins, my past, my present, my future with the purpose that it would reap the greatest rewardable and that was the free gift of salvation for all who chose to believe that was the insurance of my eternity and I chose to believe this as true for my life. Skip a few years, I'm now 16, I'm passionate for life and I'm full of joy um, and I loved God and I loved that um, I was able to see his goodness and faithfulness throughout my life. I'm going to keep up with my notes. <laughs> um, I wanted others to know God. I wanted others to know this God who I came to love and know so personally. And God gave me a real heart and compassion for people, which was a beautiful thing. Um, but I came to learn very quickly that the next chapter of my life was going to be a big lesson that God was going to teach me, that apart from him I can do nothing. I befriended a girl in year eight um, who was always isolated and disconnected. What started off with good intentions on my part soon led to my destruction. I came to find a very broken and hurting girl in need of serious help. I thought I could help her. I thought I had the answers for her. I thought my faith was strong, but I thought wrong in these moments. As, um, as soon as that led to me uh, finding out a lot of the secrets and hidden things within her life, I soon found myself living in lies, covering up what I thought was to be a good friend, not sharing my deep concerns for her safety. Her habits and brokenness soon turned to my ways of coping with the darkness of her life. I started to change my appearance, my attitude changed, my love for God had turned into now questioning his goodness and his faithfulness and even his purpose for my life. I began to be isolated and disconnected. I began to self-harm to hide and cover up the pain that I was trying to carry on my own. This close friendship, uh, my close friendship with friends and family soon turned to hatred. I had no love towards anyone. This depression of my own making, my own choices, led to me having no hope. I was pulled by the strong darkness of ending my life and I wanted saving from it though. And on my own I could not do this and I knew I couldn't... Um, rely on myself to get me through. I needed someone greater to step in. By God's grace alone he answered this prayer and by his grace he saved my life. He used the prayers and many others to draw me back to see my need for him. He reminded me again of his goodness and faithfulness in my life. He began to give me the eyes to see my brokenness, my sin, all those things I covered up and he allowed me to see my need for a saviour yet again. I was reminded of the promises that he alone had a plan and purpose for my life, but I needed to acknowledge him, call upon his name for that help. It was then that I was no longer lost, but I was found by him. Jesus brought me out of the darkness into his glorious light and it's in him that the healing began and that um, the peace was found and hope was starting to be restored. He restored my joy for life. And for him, and once again, I was was reminded of who I was in Jesus and found true purpose for my life. God is always pursuing after his people. He seeks to change their hearts and gives them hope, and not a temporary hope, but an eternal hope. This is his grace. At the age of 25, so skipping a few more years, it was a long journey, but God in his grace is good. At the age of 25, God began to stir in my heart um, a passion for mission and I had no idea what that looked like but I was really excited for what God had in store and I was willing to wait upon him. And at this time we had six men from Vanuatu come and work in the Yarra Valley where I was living at the time and as a family we had the privilege to look after them and to share God with them um, and take them to church each week. And also during this time... Uh, God provided a mission trip opportunity, and it wasn't to Vanuatu, but it was actually to serve in Malawi, Africa. I prayed about it, and the next thing I know, um, the opportunity was there, and I took it with both hands. Um, It was a time where also God began a new relationship into the picture. A week before leaving Africa, um, I had a guy contact me and shared his desire to get to know me more. My mission was focus. Africa was my focus um, and I thought hey I've got one whole month to pray about you um, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> God opened my eyes while in Africa. Um, he humbled me during this experience um, through many challenges God showed his faithfulness and goodness and he chose to, I saw how God can choose to use the weakest of people for his ultimate glory. My heart for mission was stirred at this moment and I was, I am forever thankful for that. i um, happy to share more about that later. On arriving back from a mission with much prayer, I sought to pursue this uh, relationship. What started off as st- stirring each other towards the things of God soon led to be further away from God. What I thought was a man after God's own heart sadly wasn't true. We all sin and fall short of God's standard, me included. Um, I fell into a relationship that started off as love for me but began as lust for him. It was a two-years-on-and-off relationship full of deception, lies, abuse and manipulation. I didn't like um, how I was being treated and I hated myself for allowing him to treat me that way. And I hated also weak in temptation and gullible to fall for lies over and over again. Again, in my broken mess, I needed a way out. But I held on to this hope and this idea that this relationship would get better over time. And as I tried to justify our behaviour and tried to convince myself that it was the norm, I realised I was only fooling myself. We both needed Jesus to be centre of our lives. And I needed God yet again to deepen my understanding of who he is and, his understand- and my understanding of his grace towards me and understand God's desire for his people and for my life. I realised it was a relationship fuelled by selfish desires, but with God's help I made the choice to walk away. Um, I knew this relationship wasn't what God desired for my life that Jesus alone was the fullness of life and it was in him I would find all hope and purpose and satisfaction. God used this time in my life to deepen my understanding of yet again his grace in a whole new way and I chose to forgive this guy. It hurt within myself. It was very hard to do. I needed God's help. Um, I didn't think he deserved to be forgiven but God reminded me of his grace towards me. In my sin, in my brokenness, time and time again, he offered grace, and I I don't deserve it one bit. (laughs) But his goodness and in his love, he extended his hand towards me. In my brokenness, God gave me the strength to forgive this guy and also to forgive myself. I found peace, comfort, hope, and restoration. God gave me a deeper knowledge of his love and my constant need for him. For we all fall short of the glory of God, but we are justified freely by his grace through the redemption of Jesus Christ. Three years now, and I've been seeking to grow in my love and understanding of God. He grows my passion each day more and more towards mission, and I've had the joy and privilege to serve alongside the people of Vanuatu through the Island Heart Ministry. I still stumble and fall. I still find myself constantly being reminded of God's grace and in my need for him and for him to be centre of my life. So 30 years old, single, and I can honestly say this is the most content I have ever been and I am loving life. Um, I'm still human, I still fall, I still make mistakes and I still um, fight the desires that this world throws at me. Um, I'm only human to desire to be in a relationship, however... I have learnt um, and continue to learn that no other relationship is worth pursuing other than my relationship with God and continually to grow that and to grow my desire to know him more and more. And uh, if God brings a man into my life, my goodness, he has to be madly, madly in love with Jesus and he has to be passionate for mission and he has to also be one to spur me on in my faith and spur each other on in our love and knowledge of God. It's only then... Will I be interested? Until then, I wait. <laughs> I wait trusting and resting and knowing that the very place that God has me right here and now is the place where I find true satisfaction, true peace and hope for my future. And it's a place where I can grow more and more in love with my relationship with God. So through it all, I have learned that God's grace is for all. My identity isn't based on circumstances or life failing but it is based on Jesus and who he says he is and who I am. Also, what he has done on the cross for my behalf. He has taken my sins and I am forgiven. I am restored and given eternal hope and future that never fade away. I am content in all things and I have um, assurance and peace to wait upon God with confident because he is who he says he is and his word stands forever. Thanks. How encouraging, huh? Um, I'm going to pray for Kylie. Please pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for this beautiful sister in Christ. I thank you for her heart for you. Thank you for the wonderful story of grace in every season in life. And we pray that you, that you're grace will continue uh, in many more years to come and for your glory and purpose as you continue to shape her uh, for your glory. Lead her, guide her, uh, keep her steadfast in you. Lead her in the power of your Holy Spirit. For your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, mate. Please chat to Kylie afterwards. It would be great to... And this is one of the things we want to do at this um, church family is we want to continue these stories, uh, even as we hang out.